This is the Sibling Library Podcast. You will know when to start listening when you hear the chimes ring like this. Let's begin now. Welcome to Sibling Library, the podcast where we read, share, and repeat. My name's Julia. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. (laughs) Was that too chipper? Sorry. No, it's fine. (laughs) I just wasn't expecting it. (laughs) I'm (laughs) overcorrecting. We have made it to May. (laughs) Megan's got one more month of school before she's on glorious summer vacation. It is much needed this year, my goodness. I mean, it's needed every year, but... If you're a teacher or you know a teacher, this year's been something else. All right. On to the show. <laughs> We're all a little salty tonight because I think, uh, <laughs> well, I won't spoil anything, but this was not our favorite read. No. This no. book put us through it. Yeah. I, I take full responsibility for it. Though, no, I'm not going to take full responsibility for it because... The whole theme of the month was Megan's idea. So I'm it's your fault, Megan. <laughs> okay. Well, here's here's the thing. We we fell prey to judging a book by its cover. And its in a title. Cer- in a, well, mainly its title. Its cover is pretty clear like what it's gonna be, actually. But the title <laughs> just seemed to fit perfectly into our theme of murder mystery may, because it's literally there in the title. So we figured it can't be. It can't not be right for this. And, and we also picked it because of free comic book day, which right. has passed. So hopefully you all went and got your free comics from your favorite comic book store. Um, but yeah, so we'll talk, we'll talk about the book we read for this month a little bit later, but to start off, we are going to do something fun that Megan has also brought to the table. Okay, so we have this thing called a plot generator. Um, it's If you Google mystery plot generator, it's the second link down. It has a .uk website if you're interested in using it. I've used this with my students in the past when, we, when I had them write mysteries if they needed like a place to start. So basically what it is, it's um, kind of like a computer mad libs it gives us a bunch of blanks to fill in and then it will spit out a synopsis for a mystery story so you guys ready to help me fill in some blanks yep okay if we can't think of anything for certain blanks it also does have like a suggest feature and it'll randomly fill something in there um so we need a first and last name barbara gordon okay Barbara Gordon, female. Uh, We need two more first and last names for two love interests. Heath Ledger. (laughs) Julia. Mickey Crane. (laughs) Okay. I thought you were going to go with Mickey Mouse. (laughs) Um, Name of a city. 
Saskatchewan. I don't think she can spell that. That's rude. I probably I spelled it wrong, but that's okay. Um, three types of crime or sin. Arson. Oh, <laughs> I thought I thought for a second you read that wrong. <laughs> Burglary. Jaywalking. <laughs> uh, three adjectives that could be used to describe places. Dark. Scenic. Dirty. An adjective that could describe an object. Round. Four positive adjectives to describe somebody's character. Trustworthy. Happy, trustworthy. Mm. Ambitious. I guess that could go either way. Um, I'm going to. We need one more. We need one more. Remarkable. An event. Birthday. An activity two people could do together. Mm. Sorry. Walking. (laughs) Walking. Two jobs. Librarian. Teacher. (laughs) No one says insurance professional. We that have just have a couple. The more. third one. The third thing. Uh, <laughs> something you can be addicted to. Sugar. An object. Remote control. And then finally, what is our pen name? Sibling library. Okay, it's going to write us a mysterious plot. Can't wait. (laughs) The title of our mystery is The Round Remote Control, a mystery by Sibling Library. (laughs) The dark, scenic town of Saskatchewan holds a secret. Barbara Gordon has the perfect life working as a librarian in the city and walking with her ambitious boyfriend, Heath Ledger. However, when she finds a round remote control in her cellar, she begins to realize that things are not quite as they seem in the Gordon family. A birthday leaves Barbara with some startling questions about her past, and she sets off to dirty Saskatchewan to find some answers. At first, the people of Saskatchewan are happy and trustworthy. She is intrigued by the curiously remarkable teacher, Mickey Crane. However, after he introduces her to hard sugar, Barbara slowly (laughs) finds herself drawn into a web of arson, burglary, and perhaps even jaywalking. Yes! Can Barbara resist the charms of Mickey Crane and uncover the secret of the round remote control before it's too late? Or will her demise become yet another Saskatchewan legend? Dun, dun, dun. Slow clap. (laughs) I probably wouldn't read it. I I bet it would be better than what we just read. (laughs) It might. Well, as long as it's not um, illustrated. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, or, 
or even if it was, if it was just illustrated um, more realistically. You just stepped on Julia's segue. So sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was fun. Uh, Why don't we uh, dive in to our murder mystery mayhem month of it all? (laughs) Yes, otherwise we won't have enough time. (laughs) We're a full show. Okay, so we mentioned before that we read a book all together, thinking it was a good idea, ended up, we didn't like it, though I will say (laughs) there are a lot of very positive reviews for this book on Goodreads by men. So we read Birds of Prey, Murder and Mystery. Uh, The author is Gail Simone, who I believe we've read other stuff by her. Katie, do you know anything else she's written? I think she wrote um, the, I want to say she wrote the Domino book that we read. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, And the illustrator is Ed Bennis. Boo-is. Sorry. <laughs> um, so why don't we just dive into why didn't we like this book? Boobs, butts, crotches, crotches. So much butt cleavage. Okay. It would be one thing. So this book was written in the early 2000s. And I think a lot of things have changed since then. And we have seen lots of different things, seen lots more representation of people and bodies and just things have changed. And I do not. Well, I the artwork is beautiful. It is just very overtly sexualized. Yes. Which is not my cup of tea. Agree. And it totally overshadowed overshadowed the story for me and the murder and the mystery of it. What um, even was the mystery? Was there a mystery? The only <laughs> the only mystery there was was how their freaking shorts didn't how how that was comfortable. Yeah, it was the were comfortable. That was the how mystery. Did, how did their boobs stay contained? Yeah, How were they nipping too. through pleather? <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a mystery. I don't know if I could really actually explain it to you. Um, I don't know if I would really actually care to explain it to you. Um, so this is a DC comic book, and it was a run of, I don't even know how many. There's about, would you say there's about 10 chapters? Um. Yeah. Something like that. It collects Birds of Prey issues 56 to 67. So 11. 11. Okay, Um, so there was more to this story. That was something I was going to ask. Because I I didn't know anything about any of these characters. I had never heard of any of them. So I was like, as I was reading it, I was wondering if I would have enjoyed it more if I knew the characters' backstories. Um, Possibly. 
Um, yeah, the only character I still would have I... been offended by the right. artwork, but <laughs> I'm wondering if the story would have been would have grabbed me more if I knew more about them. I'm just wondering if the women were even proportionate. Like even that would make it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, even... lovely that the they're they're back there there is kind of a backstory on each of them in the back of the book and it gives their height and weight because I everyone needs that. to know that so here here's what here's what gets my goat these women as you start to to read the story and you if you look past the objectification that is what they are drawn as in in nearly every single panel not every single panel but in a lot of them they they're all highly trained mm-hmm. um you know highly intelligent and i'll use megan's word remarkable at what they do like they they're superheroes they, they're superheroes mm-hmm. right and with everything with all of that ability they somehow still have to use their sexual wiles to to trick the men that they are, um, you know, trying to take down the criminal men that they're trying to take down. Yep. And that bothers me because they don't need to do that. <laughs> that is the the only purpose that that serves is to sell this book to men. I, I was two pages in, and I. I immediately was like oh this book was not written for me i am not the target audience for this book no and again i think that goes back to the time that this was that's written. true i feel like there's been a lot more what's the growth. word i'm looking for growth but like even just the comic book community inclusion has opened up yes yes um Oh, I had another point. Oh, yeah. The only character that I knew had actually heard of going into this was Barbara Gordon. And mm-hmm. she is Commissioner Gordon's daughter. Okay. I wasn't girl. sure of that. Yeah. Was, right. Oh, I, she, I didn't know she was Batgirl. Yeah. She was the so first I, Batgirl. Yeah. And okay. I don't I don't know why she was in a wheelchair. I'm curious if that story happens in the first 55 episodes. Of it must. Volumes. Um, she was paralyzed uh, by a bullet that um, hit her spine, um, and it was the Joker that shot her. And she probably oh, wasn't wearing okay. proper armor. Right. <laughs> she probably had on a, a bikini <laughs> and with her there, spine exposed. <laughs> <laughs> there was only... Katie, I know you haven't finished reading this, and I don't know if you care to. But there At was this point I'll probably finish it, but you can spoil it. Go ahead. Second to last chapter was actually drawn by a completely different artist. Yeah. Um, and that chapter is actually called Murder and Mystery. And I enjoyed that chapter the most out of all of it. And it um That was like the flashback the, chapter. Yeah, right? that was kind of where they revealed the mystery or Yeah. What the mystery happening. didn't come in until like the second to last chapter. <laughs> yeah, and then and then a whole bunch of stuff happened. Um, 
but I appreciated seeing a different a different artist taking on part of this story because I mean the flashback was, was supposed to be quite some time ago so the, the clothing was different but even just the way he drew women was a little more realistic mm-hmm. I don't know yeah I had a hard time with this one too um yeah, because, you know, I, I tried, I, I've really been trying to look past the the art because it just takes you, it takes you out of the story and it's distracting from the story. Um, but things that I did appreciate about it were, you know, I, I, it's so hard. <laughs> um I think I liked the, you know, the the friendship and the camaraderie between, um, you know, the birds of prey and, and I, I what think that, that was, tried to accomplish. I think most that was of because, the time. Yeah, I think that was because it was what written by a woman. Right. If it had been been written by a man, I would venture to guess that also would have fallen flat for a Maybe. female reader. Maybe. You know, who, who's to say? I've I've read many a comic that I'm just being um, salty. Are written? Or yeah, I know <laughs> it's okay, but to not to overgeneralize though, I've read many many a comic book that you know is is written by men, or or is written by a man that you know I I truly see myself in and relate to. Like um, Princeless was. I was by, just I was gonna bring that up because yeah. I've reading it to my read 180 kids right now and when i first pulled it out they're like oh this is for little kids and then as soon as oh, we read the everybody yeah as soon as we read the second page they were like the most engaged with anything i've read to them so far this year and today we read the the third chapter of it which is when she meets bedelia and they are she's going through like bedelia is making her armor um and i just was like thinking it like Shad- paralleling this to that and being like how is that written by a man and it is so much more respectful and relevant than birds of prey which but probably, i get it, it's just the time i'm yeah guessing. probably because yeah. it was written more recently yeah. right and and if you i've i have actually heard the the writer um his last name's whitley do you know the first name megan from having I want to say it's really Jeremy. Jeremy Whitley, I think so. Um, I've I've heard him on a number of different podcasts. He's he's come on, yeah, Jeremy Whitley. Um, he's come on Talking Comics a number of times. He's he's good friends with the people on that show, and um, he he consults with people. Like he writes about things that aren't necessarily his experience, but he talks to people whose experience that it is before he puts it out in the world and says, is this, does this feel genuine and real to you as, as an experience, um, you know, from, from your perspective, you having gone through this, you know, he doesn't assume that he knows what that person has gone through. Um, and that's something that's very important to him as a creator. And I, I think that, I think that's really admirable. And I think that that is, important when we're talking about inclusion and when we're talking about how important it is to feel seen. Yeah. Presentation and, and, you know, representation, sorry, you said representation, not presentation. 
exactly representation and and feeling like your your experience is one that is understood and validated yeah and i think i think you're right the way um that the characters had to use their feminine wiles to um swindle the men yeah, yeah. Like, like catch them off guard. It almost would have been more effective had they gone in, you know, very conservatively dressed and not gotten their attention, you know, as opposed to like, let me show up in a pleather onesie that is all the way up my butt and fishnet stockings. And, you know, yeah, that'll, that'll maybe like get them off their off their balance for a second but you are certainly getting their attention (laughs) and um you know it it just it just doesn't make sense from the standpoint of what they're trying to do in fighting crime another part that i didn't know how to feel about was um i can't remember it wasn't the black canary it was one of the other women it might have been the huntress um but she needed to get information from like a, a valet and he was like, I'll give you the information if you go on a right. date with me. And, and she did. And she did. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, if she's interested in him, okay, but she didn't really? seem to be. Yeah. Like w- <sighs> that part, I was just like, I didn't yeah, that realize was- that this was written in the early 2000s. So I was like trying to grapple with, okay, is this, women owning their sexuality and being bad a star stars or is this women being objectified and i i if i had known it was written in the early 2000s i would have not even had that like confusion in my head because like today if something is written like that and written by a woman and drawn by a woman I'm sure it would be done better, but I mean, there is a a movement of, you know, owning your own sexuality as well, but it just didn't come off that way. Yeah. And it, it's, there's a difference between owning your sexuality and exploiting your sexuality. Yeah. And that's what this book is doing. Mm -hmm. It's not, they're not empowered by, you know, their, the deciding like, and, and, you know, I, this isn't slut shaming in any way. Um, It's the difference is like, you know what you want, you know what you, your desires are, you aren't ashamed of that. And you, you go and get it. It's not, you use your body and you manipulate people with it. Like that's not that that, there's a difference (laughs) and it just feels icky. Mm-hmm. The way they used it in this. Something else that felt kind of icky to me um, didn't come in this. Uh, Katie, you probably haven't gotten to this part yet, but the whole um, you said you don't care if we spoil it, right? No. So the whole Oracle getting hacked by the um, senator's son, right? Son, handicapped son, grandson, grandson or yeah, no, his son, but yeah. like. Yeah, the the senator's son Um, and him being clearly, you know, what what is the politically correct term? I don't I don't know what it is. Uh, 
he was probably autistic yeah or something autistic or it seemed like he was like not neurotypical somewhere on the spectrum probably mm-hmm. um that felt also very icky that they were using him mm-hmm. in a way that he probably didn't didn't realize he was being used so the, I don't know the, if you had any the senator on that. the senator's son was was or the was senator was getting s- using his son to do that the son wasn't doing it of his own accord that's what it, that's how they made it seem yeah um, and like, it was I don't know I didn't have too many thoughts about that because it wasn't like a huge part of the plot no either. it seemed it not for this it section. seemed like it an seemed like it was gonna thought well and it also seemed like he was they were gonna build it into another story because it that's seemed true. um maybe like, there's something that happens after that's this. what's gonna happen after that he's gonna go back after oracle or something and but just uh, exploiting him and his talents for evil essentially also felt very icky right yeah so this all that to say this just wasn't this wasn't the book for us no, no. but it, i had it, fun it, talking about it with you guys <laughs> <laughs> um i would be curious i don't know if there has been an updated birds of prey comic i don't know the birds of prey movie that came out that's harley quinn isn't it yes i didn't know there was one a movie yeah it's it's harley quinn black canary um so are they like the bad guys or kind of yeah because Black Canary is not bad in this. Right. If she's working with Barbara Gordon. They're they're bad guys, but you're you're you rooting for them. Way. Yeah. Yeah. It's kinda like they're they're criminals, but in the story they're kind of heroes in the story criminals that's being told. Of gold. <laughs> Something like that. From what I remember, I've only seen it once. Like you um, they you are rooting for them heroes. even though they're kind of, yeah. yeah. I would I like would be Deadpool. curious to see if if there has been like a more current series written with these characters or any of these characters just to kind of see how how they are presented now. Um I have another question. Mm-hmm. I I would be curious of that too, but I had a question before I forget. So throughout the whole thing it seemed like Black Canary and um, Oracle had Barbara Gordon had like a little talking piece um, and that they were able to communicate back and forth. It wasn't clear to me whether like Oracle could hear Black Canary's thoughts or if Black Canary was actually talking to her because there were certain frames where like she was standing right in front of the whoever it was she was trying to get information from and mm-hmm. saying things that would like completely blow her cover so that felt i was she had, confused by that too there were like the little um pieces of paper, paper which are just her inner thoughts but i i think that's just her inner thoughts i don't think those were being communicated back to oracle no there that, were, i'm no, not sure if that's what I you're think, talking about i know what you're talking about i i am not I'm not sure either. Yeah. It was just like, and like the animation or like the, the artwork, like every time she was talking to Oracle, her mouth was closed. So I was like, Mm. are they, 
Do they have ESPN or something? ESPN or something? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Um, Yeah. That's a good question. So I, I wanted to like this book, but I didn't. I'm glad that it wasn't just me because as I was reading it and not enjoying it, I was like, oh, chalk it up to Megan not liking superheroes again. But no, it wasn't just me. So that makes me feel better. No, if you read the right superhero book, like I was singing to myself, okay, what have I read superhero wise that this thought process hasn't? even entered my mind i specifically tried to think of dc but apparently i haven't i really haven't read that many female led dc books that i could think of um uh but nubia. I just, nubia um but that one that one wasn't a um it wasn't it didn't come out in issue form that was just a that's a graphic novel yeah but it was still dc yeah, um, but the one that I was thinking of is Marvel, and it's Squirrel Girl. Yeah, that's and the one I was thinking of. I love the way they draw women in that book. Mm-hmm. I haven't read it since they changed principal artists, but... That's also a male writer, by the way. Yes. Um, Ryan North. But it's Erica a Henderson artist. was the... Yeah, Eric, Erica Henderson was the original artist. Ryan um, North was the, the writer. Yeah. Um, Megan, if you haven't read any Squirrel Girl, I've read the first, uh, the first, what's it called? The first collection, the first mm-hmm. trade the first volume, first yeah. trade. Yeah. She's incredible. She's chef's kiss. I love her. She, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I also remember really liking, I don't remember the artwork so much, but I remember really liking the storyline of the first trade of Miss Marvel as well. Yes, Miss Marvel Ms. is an incredible good. series. Um, the whole thing is really good. And another one I would add to that is The Unstoppable Wasp. That's also written by Jeremy Whitley. Um, and that one but, deals a lot with... those are all with, Marvel, um, though. So, like, I was yeah. trying to think of... we ha- We... We have read a Wonder Woman one. I don't remember the title of that one. Do you remember, Katie? No. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot Um, of Wonder Woman books, though. There Um, are. Gail Simone is actually, I I think she's credited with being the longest running Wonder Woman creator for DC. That's cool. Um, But yeah, so I would, I might go and see if I can find any other newer Birds of Prey book. One that I've been wanting to read is um, Harleen, which is a newer um, kind of origin story of Harlequin because it starts out like, I think I haven't read it, but um, I think it starts out before she kind of loses her mind. the Joker? Mm-hmm. Because she's she is a she is a PhD, so she's a very intelligent. I, I forget what her degree is in, um, but you know another intelligent, accomplished woman. Um, and it kind of I, I think it's the origin story of like how she becomes Harlequin. It sounds good. So that's one I'm interested in reading. Yes. So Harleen is by 
Stepan Shejic. You knew how to say that? Only because I've heard it a bunch of times pronounced on Talking Comics. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's our homework is to go out and find other comic books to read. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, you can read some more Squirrel Girl. Or un- you yeah. would like Unstoppable Wasp. I would like to read more Princeless. I don't. Do you guys oh, have good... any more of those trades? I've only ever read the first one. I've been trying to buy them, and they haven't. I haven't seen them around. I think I, I may like have to not, order them. Yeah, yeah. They're not but easily yeah, gettable. Those. They're not easily gettable. Not easily gettable. Did has that run? Yeah, has that run finished? I don't think there are any more coming out. I know that they had a spinoff as well. Raven yeah. the, is that Pri- I think the yeah. pirate princess. Raven the pirate princess, which is one of the characters from that, like had her own, her own run, as well, which I think I read a little bit of. You know what we should have read this month? What? Goldie Vance. Oh. Now I think of it. <laughs> is that a mystery? It is. She's like a, she's a sleuth. She's a, and it's a graphic novel. Yeah, that would have been well, a good one. You know what? Next put month. It in and, the and show, it would have been. No, put it in the show plans for next May. Yeah. I will read Goldie Vance for Murder Mystery May. 2023. Times two. Plus <laughs> free comic book day month. Take yeah. two. I think we can safely close that chapter of Murder Mystery Mayhem and look forward to trying again next year. Um, But for now, we are going to move on to bookends and talk about what we have been reading, what we want to read, what we're excited for, really anything we want to talk about. So take it away, Megan. Oh, okay. I was going to say me first. Um, <laughs> you raised your hand in everything. <laughs> uh, I think I mentioned this series on our last uh, show. However, I want to bring it back because it is Murder Mystery May. Um, good Girls, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder the sequel, Good Girl, Bad Blood, and then the end of the trilogy, tr- trilogy as good as dead by Holly, oh shoot, Holly Jackson. Fantastic. 100% recommend. I, Except she doesn't recommend reading them when you're home alone at night. Correct. I did have to, I had a couple nights where uh, Chris was, on a business trip and not home with me. So I specifically left the third book at school. So I wouldn't be tempted to read it, but Oh man, I was, I got through those books very quickly. Um, They're really, really good. The only thing that was weird to me, and this won't spoil anything. It depends on what publication you get. Cause they like, she's the, the author is from the UK and originally wrote them in the UK, set them in a little town in the UK. But apparently when it got published in the US, they changed a bunch of the set. They changed it so that it was set in the US. And it was bugging me throughout reading the first two because there was a bunch of like, just the way the characters spoke 
um, sounded like they were from the UK, not from the US. Like the, they had, I can't think of a specific example, but they called certain things the UK word rather than the US word. And I was like, well, geez, Holly, if you're going to set something in the United States, like go all out, make it, you know, perfect. Don't leave the slang in. Um, but then I read when I started reading the third one and it was like set in a completely different city in the UK. I was like, wait, 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 wait. What, why is this in a different place? And I guess they, they changed it. So I'm just saying I've gone on a tangent here. I feel like I wouldn't even (laughs) notice that. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, but it, yeah, it, that was the only only small thing that annoyed me about it everything else was like I unput downable I could not stop reading them so I really want you guys to read them 10 out of 10 would recommend um I they're in my classroom library I haven't been able to keep them on the shelves um I can't guarantee that I will get them back I can get my own copy that's okay they're pretty easy to get at the library, actually, because we read them for my uh, friend's book club. We read the first two for my friend's book club, and then I read the third one on my own because um, I needed to know how it ended. And the second one I had to get from the library, and I got it really quickly. So, Yeah, there's probably a lot of, a lot of copies of it out there in circulation. Yeah, I would so... Imagine. A Good Girl's Guide to Murder trilogy by Holly Jackson. And um, I believe she's coming out with a fourth one, but that it's going to be a prequel. If I'm uh, if I understood that correctly. So that's my contribution to bookends. Sweet. Katie? My contribution is something that I have read little bits and pieces of. Um, it's not keeping with the murder mystery may theme um but it is how dare you i know it is however keeping with uh mental health awareness month which is may Um, i rescind my how dare you (laughs) you are forgiven and it is your piece came out in momento it is star wars the jedi mind secrets from the force for Balance and Peace, written by Amy Ratcliffe and illustrated by Christina Chung. Um, This was a gift to my husband from one of you guys. It was either you guys or it was someone from the Lane family that gave this to my husband for Christmas a couple years ago. And it's... Wait, what was um, it called? Star Wars, The Jedi Mind, Secrets from the Force for Balance and Peace. That was from Dad. That was from Dad. Dad got this for Nate. So um, it's it's a little nugget of kind of how to it's kind of like how to meditate, but with a Star Wars theme. Um, And it gives you each page gives you different themes to focus on. Um, And then there's, you know, quotes from the movies. So like as an example, uh, this page that I just turned to is acceptance and um, there's a quote from Bendu, which I think is from Star Wars Rebels. Maybe I think he's a Star Wars is there Rebel. A picture. Yeah. Julia can confirm this. Maybe. Yeah. And he says, "Only you can change yourself." Um, and then it gives like a little description of how you use the Force to 
channel acceptance and gives you a little practice uh, of for self-acceptance meditation and, and tells you what to focus on. Um, and I just, I really like the, the way this is packaged. Um, you know, I, I love Star Wars and I think it's, you know, the, the concept of the force and the concept of um, the things that the, the Jedis are able to, to master has a lot of parallels to meditation. So I thought it was a very clever tie-in with, with all of that and also kind of a practical guide to meditating. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I downloaded something in Libby today, Megan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Any guesses? Uh, Good Girl's Guide to Murder. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it is something that I, I started reading a long a time ago, but haven't <gasps> finished the series. Oh, oh, oh Unicorn oh. Chronicles? Oh, it's happening. Oh, my goodness. Unicorn Chronicles episode. That means I have to reread them all. We should. We don't have anything planned for June. Oh, I'm not going to get it done by then. We don't have anything planned for July. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Julie, are you starting with number one? Like, did did you download number one? Okay. Um. Note, for those of you, I'm looking at you two, that are going to read A Good Girl's Guide <laughs> to Murder at some point. <laughs> I know. Um, I've heard, I did not, I read them, I didn't listen to them, but I've heard that the audio for them is really good. So if you um, wanted to audible them or Libby them, um, I've heard that the the listening to them is really good. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Because there's like podcast elements to them that gets sounds like a, an actual podcast when you're listening to it. Oh, fun. Yeah. All right. And with that, I think I'm just going to end this episode and good riddance. Good riddance. <laughs> well, let's just say let, let's end it somewhat positively because I do feel bad when, you know, there, there there's this book did get a lot of good reviews, like you said, Julia, which I don't want to completely invalidate. Uh, just oh, because... we're not invalidating anybody. There is a book for everybody. <laughs> yes, this book was not for us. Yes, exactly. Right. That's the point. And I, I will say too that I am very grateful um, to see how comic books have evolved since that time. And it, it's an interesting, it's an interesting look back to see how far we've come. So. For nothing else, it makes me appreciative of the types of stories that are out there now that we're able yes. to read. Yes, I agree with that. Then go visit your local comic book store to see what what is out there. Bonus points if you find one owned by a woman. <laughs> There's lots of them. Yep. So, yeah. Thanks for reading. My murder, mystery, mayhem choice. We'll try it again. I'd follow you <laughs> off a cliff. Oh, boy. You're lucky I wouldn't take you off a cliff. <laughs> well, that's, that's why, why I she felt confident saying it. <laughs> All right, let's gracefully exit. Until next month. 
Let's read, share, and repeat. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Are you giving us your magic? Your sunshine. sunshine. Your sunshine. Oh, Instagram. <laughs> All right, goodbye for real. That brings us to a close on this chapter of Sibling Library. Thank you for listening. Until next time, let's read, share, and repeat. <laughs>